1: Of Lincoln. Come on, it's six o'clock. Rise and shine, rise
2: and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking.
1: Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 937 at Tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kinda meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Friday to you. Steve Sipple is out today in Piscataway for Rutgers, Nebraska tonight. I am Jake Sorensen riding solo. Keep me company today, if you would, at 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. This show, as always, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. to out their current job openings at Gaina. Trucking.com. Indeed, it is game day. nebraska rutgers 6 p.m. tonight in Piscataway. Huskers trying to get two straight wins. Rutgers trying to get, as they pointed out yesterday, a, uh, a must-win game to prove they have momentum under Greg Schiano and that they uh, will not be in the cellar again of the Big Ten East. If they lose, they'd be 0-3 in conference play despite a 3-0 start in non-conference. Nebraska trying to get to the top of the Big Ten West before anyone plays tomorrow with a 2-1 record if they win today, uh, tonight against Rutgers in Piscataway. Again, you can call or text me, 402-464-5685, and watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, Before we get into the game, uh, again, it is a rare Friday game that we don't see Friday games very often for Nebraska football. I I just want to comment quickly on what was barely a football game last night on Thursday Night Football. If you we're able, if you for some reason watch that game from start to finish, first of all, what's wrong with you? Um, and second of all, I I hope that you are able to watch better football tonight with Nebraska against Rutgers, which is not guaranteed. This could be a sloppy game also in Piscataway. But last night, there was no touchdown scored. It was 12-9. Indianapolis beats Denver on the road in overtime. Just a hideous, hideous football game, which sets up uh, Nebraska, Rutgers. I mean, you you don't have much to do to make it a better football game tonight. If you score one touchdown this evening, it's a better product than what we saw last night in Denver on Thursday night football. Simply put, I mean, Russell Wilson was a disaster. Two picks in that ball game. The last one with about two thirteen to go. Denver has a a nine to six lead. They're trying to just win the game, milk the clock, and, and he takes a shot to the end zone with the Colts out of timeouts. Deep in Colts territory, inside the 20-yard line, and throws a pick. Colts get the ball at their own 20. They drive down, get a field goal to end the fourth quarter. They get a field goal to start overtime. Broncos get a big play to Jerry Judy to get back into Colts range, and on fourth and one from the inside the five at the five-yard line at fourth and one, instead of kicking the field goal with 3:40 to go, the Broncos go for it after a timeout by the Colts. A timeout by the Broncos. Fourth and one, Russell Wilson waits too long. Misses KJ Hamler, throws in double coverage to uh, to uh, Cortland Sutton, which is knocked away by Stephon Gilmore. And the Broncos find a way once again to lose a game which was in their hands, and they fall to two and three. The Colts move to two two and one. At one point, it looked like we might see a tie game, which would put the Colts at a hilarious one two and two record. But the Colts do win that game. 12-9, 12-9, to 9, and they move to 2-2-1. and 1. I just pray for Nebraska fans, and actually Rutgers fans too, and college football fans, that tonight's game is nothing like the crap fest that was last night on Thursday Night Football. That's all I hope for. And I think you guys all agree with me there. 4645685, call or text as always. Again, um, regarding tonight's game, and this is a stat that... I was told about, I believe, on Wednesday, which I was shocked by, but it is true. Thanks to Walter for bringing it back up. Walter says, Last time Rutgers won a home Big Ten conference game was in 2017 against Maryland. So we go back to that article yesterday written by Steve Politi of NJ.com, how he points out that this game for Rutgers is a must-win for the fact, again, you're not going to win the East, but if you want to make a bowl game and prove that Greg Schiano is going the right direction, then he's got to win this football game. That stat by itself, having not won a home game in the Big Ten since 2017, I guess I understand why that's being said. And I guess I can go with that for Rutgers. I hope they don't win the football game for Nebraska's sake and momentum here. But but I get that. That's pretty sad. That's a pretty sad stat for Rutgers. And um, if you want to to you know contend and, and not be... The bottom can you be the middle of the Big Ten East? You'll never be the top of, as long as Ohio State's there, and Michigan's there. But can you be in the middle? Well, tonight could be uh, a step in the right direction if Rutgers were to win. And oh, by the way, the spread I believe is still anywhere from three to three and a half in favor of Nebraska here. 6 p.m. kick in Piscataway. But I I'd like to get more into this game tonight. Again, four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. Here's the question I want to know and i want to know if it's been if it's obvious when the game starts if it was obvious last week because this is an issue i think that that hurt nebraska the last couple years and they can really go the right direction if they prove this tonight how hungry is nebraska to win and to be good we know they've been close for a long time they weren't close against oklahoma that's the one game you know in the last couple years they really haven't been close in But if you are truly a hungry team, that hunger itself, that motivation, can help lead you to getting over the hump and, and finding some momentum. And Nebraska just has not done that in these close games. They haven't looked like they're the hungrier team than their opponent. Are they hungry to a certain extent? Sure. But I want to see a team tonight that appears obviously the more hungry team. The one that wants it more. You can tell the way it's going. Like you could tell in the second half of that ball game in 2020 that Nebraska wanted that football game more. Rutgers was getting worn out by the rushing attack by Dedrick Mills and Adrian Martinez, and they put them away for a 28-21 win and and ended the season despite not going to a bowl game by choice. Nebraska appeared that game that night, a Friday night game, oh, by the way, to be the hungrier team. That's all I'm asking for. I want to see a win, but I want to see a team that's obviously wants to be there more than the opponent. And I don't know if that's gonna be clear if we can tell off the bat, wow, Nebraska is playing much better football. They're they're playing harder than Rutgers is. But if I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that be the way this looks, but but can you be obviously the hungrier team that wants to be there tonight, that wants to come back to Lincoln? at 2-1 and one in conference play, at 3-3 three three overall, with belief that a bowl game is in sight, and as Mark Whipple said on Wednesday, that why can't we win the Big Ten West? This goes a long ways. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here when I say that if Nebraska loses tonight, the visions of the Big Ten West are gone. Because they are. It's the same story with last week against Indiana. If you lost to Indiana, any visions of Nebraska doing anything big this year in terms of winning the West or making a bowl game, we're out the window. I, we hate And Mike Shaver said yesterday, it, it's the cliche you really hate, but it's, it's honestly, it is true with this program right now going forward, this season at least, that every week is a new week in terms of you're trying to go 1-0 and in the week. It's the oldest cliche in the book that coaches always say, you're sick of it, you're hearing it, but in this program, when you have lost at a, at a such a high rate the last couple of years, it really is you're trying to go 1-0 and every week. There's no long-term view. You can earn the long-term view and the hope there by winning tonight. But if you lose tonight, I, again, I, you're, you're technically not out of the, the chance of winning the West, but your chances are very, very, very slim going forward. Um, even though this, there, you might just have true carnage, in the West all season long. From the text line, 464-5685. John says this, Good morning, Jake. Rutgers is so bad. What do they bring to the Big Ten? Could the Big Ten tell them that it's not you, it's us, and get them out of the conference, John? No. Rutgers is actually not as bad as people think they are. Look at the sports landscape. I mean, they were respectable in baseball last season, right? They were one of the better teams in baseball in the Big Ten. Basketball, they, they've been a, a tournament contending team the last couple of years. Football, they've made some strides. They're not what they were under Chris Ash, which was pathetic, pitiful, hopeless, and in disarray. I mean, they have something going for them right now. They're not great, but they're not horrible. I don't think the Big Ten will ever want to make that push out because of that New York market. Um, you know, they're, they're getting better in their sports, but they still have a long ways to go to catch those other teams that are in the East. Wet Blanket says this, Jake, Nebraska's problem is not and has not been hunger. Nebraska's problem is they have been beaten on both lines of scrimmage. Last week, they won the line of scrimmage and won the game. If they win the lines of scrimmage tonight, they will win the game. That's probably a good point, but Wet Blanket, I would still say that part of that is is hunger. I mean... The offensive line, I still believe, is not that talented. I don't think they're horrendous like they have been at certain points, but I think there's a motivation thing. There's a motivation factor there. And now that you've won a football game against Indiana where you had a great fourth quarter, you outscored them 14-0, the line made some push, wasn't awful in that that fourth quarter. The, The defensive line had a nice fourth quarter for Nebraska. Like, you've had that feeling of what closing a football game feels like, and not against a team like North Dakota or Fordham or Buffalo. We're talking about a feeling of closing out a Big Ten victory on your home field. Now, you take that momentum you had, how you closed it out, you go on the road, and can you do the same thing against Rutgers? Can you bottle up what you did in that fourth quarter, and even the second quarter until you gave two straight touchdowns up to make it tied 21 at halftime? Can you... Can you can you bottle that and bring that to Piscataway? And if so, then you have a truly dangerous team. A team that is starting to believe that, hey, we're actually not as bad as we thought we were in terms of our record. We knew last year we were close, didn't win any of those games, went 3-9, and nine, and this year, rough start. You know, Northwestern was a terrible loss in, in Ireland. Georgia Southern was a terrible loss in Lincoln. Oklahoma, I mean... You, you're probably losing that game more than not, even though they've fallen apart. Oklahoma was was a, a terrible loss, the way it happened, especially what's happened the previous or the next weeks after that, where their defense imploded against Kansas State and absolutely imploded in a loss to TCU, giving up 668 yards of offense and 55 points. I mean the the way that 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 loss the way it happened looks worse and worse every day but Nebraska does not have to let that loss define who they are and how this season will go that's what the rest of the season is for in conference play just like Northwestern it's a bad football team but you know what they're one in four they had three awful non-con losses to Southern Illinois Duke and uh, Miami of Ohio but Last week, they pushed Penn State, a top-10 team. Lost 17-7, to but you know they know how to compete in the Big Ten. Their season does not look good, but it's not over. Now, I'm not saying Northwestern makes a push in this and they contend. I, I'm not saying that at all. I think they're bad. But they know how to win in the Big Ten. They have a Big Ten brand. They don't have the brand against these lesser foe, for some reason, non-con teams, but they can compete in the Big Ten. That's what Pat Fitzgerald does. They fight in the Big Ten. Nebraska's got to find a way to continue to win Big Ten football games, and last week's game against Indiana is hopefully uh, something they can use tonight in Piscataway to channel uh, the ability to close out a football game if it is close, which we all believe that we are close. I mean, I haven't heard many people predict a blowout either way tonight, and, and the spread is close for a reason, because both teams really aren't that good, they're not Horrific though. I mean, they're not horribly bad either team. So it really, hypothetically, should be a close football game tonight. But um, I guess we'll see. If if Nebraska were to beat Rutgers handily by ten plus points, then you start drinking some more Kool Aid here, which is always dangerous. But we <laughs> we like chugging our Kool Aid here at Nebraska. Four six four five six eight five. Let's see from Wet Blanket again. Uh, he says, Nelson, Garrett Nelson and Oshon Mathis are fringe NFL players, and nobody else on offensive line or defensive line are legitimate pros. You can't win in the Big Ten without NFL players, no matter how hungry you are. Okay, that's fair wet blanket, but I'm going to respond with this. I I do not believe that this team is thoroughly lacking talent. I think they were lacking some discipline and some direction during the season and even before the season. And as we pointed out after Ireland, they were shocked they lost that game to Northwestern. And that took some effect on their belief in probably Scott Frost, their belief in Eric Shenander defensively. And and those guys are both gone. So, now you move on. You, you The season's not over. You still play these games. And Bill Bush last week had a nice game plan against Indiana. Now, we pointed out that Cam Camper did not play their star receiver. But guess what? That's an excuse. And, and Nebraska you know, found a way to still win that football game. They weren't at their, their fullest health. And, and you don't just stop playing the football. You don't just you know, not play football. Nebraska took advantage of that and said, We're gonna shut you down and they did. And this defense needed that kind of performance to believe that they can turn things around. So we should thank Indiana, I guess, for Camp Camp or not playing. We should be thankful, I mean. You know, it's not it's not something you say, well, we beat them without their best player. No, you beat them. You won the football game. No one no one cares about what who's playing and who's not. You found a way to win. There's teams all the time They don't have their best players playing that still find a way to beat teams that they're supposed to. And Indiana did not do that. And Nebraska was favored for a reason that game. We have a phone call. Again, I don't have a producer today, so if you can hear me, you're on early break. Go ahead.
2: Hey, Jake, it's your boy from Napa. How are you?
1: Vince, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling in.
2: Uh, well, well, absolutely. Let's see, well, well, first of all, I couldn't agree with you more as far as you know our win over Indiana and how uh, you know and how we won with uh, you know their top their top two receivers. I mean, if there's one before I get into the game, I mean, before I mean the one argument that I'm getting sick and tired of, and this happens at every level of sport, especially college and NFL, NBA, whatever. It's like everybody, you know, people like to say. Well, uh, if they didn't have this guy, they would have won. If they didn't have this this guy, this would have happened or that would have happened. It's like, well, hey, listen, guys, this is college and pro sports. Nobody cuts you any slack, you know, just because you, you're missing a guy here or a guy there. And secondly, you don't get to re-adjudicate the outcome based on injuries. But um, but relevant to your point about you know seeing you know seeing a continued hunger from Nebraska, mm-hmm. I think this this to me I think is worth because we've we've heard about how there's a how there's a new energy with Mickey Joseph and part of that is because you know we got they, they were so beaten down under Scott Frost well this to me is where you have to hope they continue to ride that crest that it's not that it's not just a, a one time thing and and um, but of course you know i think the coaches obviously have a good have a good finger on the pulse you know during the course of the week but now on games on game day, it's up to the players. I mean, there's a, there's an old line: practice time is for coaches, game time is for players. And and I also go back to something that Coach Whipple was talking about earlier, and he goes it, about how he you know didn't think that the players believe that they can win the West. And and I think some of it, and a lot of that I think is because they've had this mindset of losing seats so far deep into them. Because I can't think of a I mean because with a all the losing that we've had, there's not a player on this current Nebraska roster that knows what a winning season is like in Lincoln, Nebraska. But more than anything, though, Jake,
1: <laughs> oh you know boy. what? Oh, boy.
2: We got, we got, we got kickoff tonight. I, 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 here's, what, here's what I would say. We won last week. But get it in your mind. Winning is what we do. You do it every single week. Are you going to win every game? No. But winning is what we do, and come time at seven o'clock Eastern in Piscataway, New Jersey,
1: when it's time to kick off, it's time to kick ass. Let's go! There he is, Vince in Napa is fired up. Thank you, Vince. Uh, you know, someday you should, you should just bring a message to the team, Vince. They might they might need that. Fired up, Vince in Napa Valley. Four six four five six eight five. Let's get to some text. We got another call coming in. Hang tight. Uh, let's see. Phil says this on the text line. Jake, I disagree with part of your statement there. You said something about the players not believing in themselves enough to go out and get the win. I think they believe themselves too much just because of how they come out on first tries of each half and drive the ball and score, and then they act like they've arrived and just take the foot off the gas. The defense bucked that trend last week. I'm waiting to see if the offense follows suit. Okay, that's a fair point, Phil. I, I don't think that's... um. Is that a lack of hunger? I mean, I think that's why I was saying. I think it has been a lack of hunger in the past because, yeah, Nebraska's had some good starts. But if you are truly hungry, you go out there and do it every drive, every drive. Now, last week, I, I, I would say Nebraska made a, a good move, and I, I'm, I'm hopeful tonight we see more of Hunter Anthony at right tackle because I don't like attacking one specific player. And I don't, and I'm not, I'm not going to try to do this to Bryce Benhart, but I just thought the picture. Of Hunter Anthony at right tackle looked better, and, and I think there is more confidence in the team when you saw him out there. Now maybe Bryce is a better run blocker. I don't know. I, I can't even tell you if he's a better run blocker than 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 uh, Hunter Anthony. But I saw in pass protection that looked like a better picture, and and something like that can help you move forward. And 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 you know, if maybe a player like that's hungry, maybe Hunter Anthony's hungry to prove that he's a starter here, that he's better than Bryce Benhart. Maybe Brant Banks is hungry to start and prove that filling in for Turner Corcoran. He looked pretty good at left tackle. Now is he going to start this tonight? No, Corcoran's back. But I would I would bet that his performance and the way he played would make him say, "Hey, man, give me a chance. I'm hungry." Let Let's have that be the case for all these guys that they can all kind of feel that that vibe from those from those players that played well. They don't play that often, and and make a push collectively in Rutgers, in Piscataway, to bring back a win for the second straight win. Let's go back to the phones. If you can hear me, you're on early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. Oh, t- Caller's gone. No worries. Try again. 402-464-5685. I, I, I'll go back to this. It, I think you guys, along with me, as I said regarding tonight's game and, and how this looks, you, you guys, along with myself, the way that we've kind of heard this program speak this week and the thoughts of, hey, you know, Whipple saying the Big Ten West is achievable and, and these players just feeling optimistic following that game. If, if they look flat tonight, I think you're going to feel pretty let down. And knowing that this is not a perfect team, there's a reason why changes were made at the head coach spot and coordinator spot defensively. Like, yo, know, you're kind of playing with house money right now re- regarding what happens this offseason. you're trying to still do something this season, as is Wisconsin with Jim Leonard for for Paul Christ, and they'll play Northwestern tomorrow. But it's going to be a little bit demoralizing and and depressing and 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 just frankly sad if you see a team tonight that's out hustled and out worked. By Rutgers. Now every every team has an off day. They all sometimes it doesn't click. It doesn't look. It doesn't look right. But you can you can control your effort. And uh, again, if if Rutgers has more tonight, that's just going to be a, a really unfortunate thing. Um, four six four five six eight five. Ross says this in the text line. Polling guys that aren't performing is exactly why Frost needed to be fired. It's a breath of fresh air and can light a fire under someone, Bryce included possibly. I, I mean, is it, is it so bad for a team that's struggling to have guys take starting spots that are on the bench? Like I just said, I go back to what I said about Hunter Anthony and, and Brant Banks. Those are guys that were backups here on a line that was struggling. And were they perfect last week? No, they were not. They had mistakes. But I saw two guys that were giving dang good effort and actually looked pretty solid in doing so. And so the hope is, hey, they showed some good film on tape. They showed some good performance on tape. Will they get more playing time without injuries? Will they they rotate in more? If a player is struggling early, will you go to this, this guy that played well and give him a chance and not keep continuing to do the same thing over and over and over again? knowing that you might have somebody behind them that possibly could be better and give you something. That's what Mickey's trying to do here. He realizes, okay, we, had, we were right on, on most of these areas with who was starting. But look at cornerback last week. I mean, did you guys even know who Malcolm Hartzog was before last week, unless you're a big recruiting guy? I forgot about him. And here he is starting a football game as a true freshman. After a bye week, because Mickey said, you know, Mickey and Bill Bush said we we see something in this kid. You know, we're gonna we're gonna bench Tommy Hill for now and, and give Malcolm a chance, and Malcolm played pretty well. And he had a touchdown on on the punt block from Chris Chris Kalarvick. You know, players make plays. So I respect that. I, I respect the fact that they are not just running with what they have trying to finish out the season and get to next year. They're trying to win as this fan base deserves, as this team deserves, as the coaching staff deserves for it to be. Uh from the text line Kip says this. I'm really loving Mickey and rooting for him big time, but but don't you think this is a game however that Greg has a big coaching advantage and will probably try some secret stuff out like some trick plays. I do. I do, and that goes back to the point of what we said, from from Steve Politi, the the writer from NJ.com. This is a must-win game for 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 Greg Schiano. It's a mo- it's actually a bigger must-win for their program than it is for Nebraska because because the change has already been made here. This is simply an audition, an interview, for Mickey Joseph and Bill Bush and Mark Whipple to 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 make it, you know. Make, give their chance in terms of why they should be here next season, why they should be hired and continued to be the head coach permanently for Mickey's case and coordinators in Mark Whipple and Bill Bush's case. Like it's big for those guys. But th- for Greg Schiano, it's a bigger, it's a bigger football game. You've, you've been more established with your program than this one is with the huge change made. So yeah, you might see trick plays. And by the way, as we mentioned this week, Rutgers is banged up. They're, they got a rough quarterback situation. They're not exactly bringing out Aiden O'Connell tonight. They're bringing out, you know, it could be a couple guys because of injuries. And who knows how effective they can be. And, and that's why, if you're Nebraska and, and a fan, that you hope this defense shows out like it did in the second half against Indiana no points allowed. That, that's got to be a confidence booster. You know, we saw an interception. Uh, with, with Luke Reimer, uh, can, can that be more contagious, infectious with the team? Can you see some turnovers being forced? Which we, we, would, we didn't see hardly any of those the first couple games. Like, turnovers, that's contagious in a good way. You can cause those. Um, from Ross, on the tech side, in terms of, experience, you know, in terms of teamwork here, I just mentioned Malcolm Hartzog, who replaced Tommy Hill as a starting cornerback last week. He said, did you see Tommy hyping up Hartsog after that touchdown that's pretty neat stuff to see that I did not see that myself but I'm glad to see that he wasn't moping about getting benched and he did celebrate with Malcolm Hartsog I, I hope we see the rest of the season some great stories of guys that maybe we haven't seen the last couple of years that are on the roster that are good players that maybe were just in the doghouse or just weren't Seen as, uh, as as good enough in, in games. I don't know how this operates. I, I don't know how Mark, Malcolm Hartsock just pops up the roster to a starter when we didn't even hear that name for four games of the season. I have no idea. But that's why you practice. And, and I'm glad to see that that uh, these coaches have seen something in him. And I'm assuming he starts tonight. And we'll see if, they, if Rutgers attacks him. And if he, they do, if he's effective and doesn't get, doesn't get you know, kind of blown off the ball or freaked out. But you've got to have a coach that breathes life into your kids, and Mickey Joseph has absolutely done that on the sidelines so far through a couple games. Oklahoma game, that's a rough situation. Your first game, six days following a rough loss at Georgia Southern. It's hard to expect much there. But after the bye week, you know, this is a new football team now in terms of the leadership and how it's taken in. From Mickey, Joseph, and company. Let's see here. Uh, an un- unnamed texture says, Jake, why do we sound so down? It sounds like you expect a loss already. It's game day. We're going to win by at least one point, and we're all getting drunk. Let's bleep and go. I didn't say that. I feel confident Nebraska wins tonight. I'll give you my score prediction by the end of the show. But I, I feel like Nebraska should, you know, will win this football game. And I can't wait to have that conversation next week about what that brings when Nebraska goes to Purdue next week. You know what? What? What does the season now come to? What's the expectation if they win tonight? I think they will win. I expect it. So if I sound down, I'm sorry. I don't, that's not intentional. I feel pretty good about the game. But uh, I'm just saying. My my point going back to that is that I, I hope in saying that that we see a clearly hungrier team than what. We saw from uh, you know previously before this week. We got guests here. Look at that. Guests are in the house. I'm not solo right now. I'm solo in this segment, but Derek Bomback's next in, in a couple segments from now. When we come back, I want to get to the Big Ten games this weekend besides Nebraska. What who has the biggest chance at making a statement this weekend in the Big Ten? We'll discuss that next on early break in the ticket.